welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Sean Slater. And I'm his sister Caroline. And this week we're starting with Minute 37, which opens with Peter reading the newspaper on top of a gargoyle and ends a minute later with Peter working out. <coughs> Big quotations around this, working out. <laughs> For those of you keeping track of what I titled these minutes, I really hope people enjoy this because I enjoy doing it. <laughs> I enjoy and, it. Oh, good. Okay. Then it's for you. <laughs> if you remember my minute two uh, title, which was Peter Parker intro, this one's a bit of a throwback with a bit of a twist. It is titled Peter B. Parker intro. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm a genius. Oh, yes. <laughs> Um, totally not rehashing a title. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is completely just a twist on it. It's a callback. It's a callback. Thank you. Yeah, I like. So, do you know what the B stands for in his name? Is it Billy? <laughs> ha ha. No. Uh, it's never stated in the movie, but in the like actual comics, his middle name is Benjamin, presumably oh, after his sense. uncle. Uncle Ben. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what, what notes do you have to start this minute? Well, I s- wrote the first thing down is because we talked about it a little bit in the in the cemetery minute how Peter is Christian and Miles in this, but Peter B. Parker appears to be Jewish because yes. we see when he gets married he is breaking the glass that is traditional in Jewish ceremonies. Yeah, and the um, I did notice that as well, and um, in the in the, um, I think, director's commentary or something, they were talking about how, like, that was missed by, like, you know, it goes by pretty quickly. It's 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 pretty frequently missed or, like, not picked up on exactly. Um, and then one of the other directors was just like, yeah, maybe because, you know, he was created by the son of two, two Jewish immigrants. Like, <laughs> makes sense if he was Jewish. And I think I kind of touched on that yesterday as well. Like, A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not always hinted, like... If it's, um, like, not contradicted, usually they're kind of implied Jewish or yeah, Jewish to some sense. Yeah, this feels more, one of the more outright, here's a Jewish thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, this one feels very, he's Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, like, I can remember in some of the comics, I think it was, like, they'll, um, just, like, in Aunt May's house or something, like, they would show just like a menorah in the background um, at, 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 at certain times. I thought you were going to reference that sometimes. They might have, I don't know if they actually do this, but it just like really happens and like just randomly he just dropped like some weird stereotypical Jewish word. Yeah. Like <laughs> He just slips into some Yiddish. Yeah, just like <laughs> <laughs> And the one thing I wanted to, to bring up as well before the, the wedding was the upside down kiss that like leads into the wedding um Mm -hmm. which is taken from sam raimi's 2002 spider-man um and was made pretty popular with that i think um the peter parker from like miles's universe in his intro even parodies it by reversing it where mj's upside down and um so it's nice to like bring it over here i i guess that's pretty typical of spider people is 
you know, when you have the ability to do that, you're going to do that. I mean, hey, when you're a spider person, you tend to be upside down a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just you get, you're swinging and all of a sudden you just stop and you're like, oh crap, and then you're hanging upside down. Next thing you're like, what do I do? <laughs> this happens. It's, it's, part of, it's part of the life. Yeah. Sometimes you just get stuck on the scene. Like, even Miles got caught hanging upside down a few times already. There, there are some very funny lines in this montage, and they're yeah. for this montage, uh, and just some great like visual gags. They really, they really just kind of. It's it's a good upbeat moment after the um, couple of heavy minutes we've had. Uh... Yeah, they, they really go heavy with the slapstick in here. Uh, one of my favorite lines that are down. There's a few. But this one really got me to laugh for some reason. It was, see if it gives me some more, maybe too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? And then, I love how when he says that, um, he runs into it, or he gets hit by the bus that says, have, have a, a great, great day. day. Yes. And, and the driver of that bus is Tombstone. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it even better. <laughs> Oh, here's another great line that will transition to the next thing I want to talk about. Uh, Peter B. Parker's talking about he made some dodgy money choices. And then he gives some great life advice, which is, do not invest in a spider-themed restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, and the, uh, right before that, the, when he's, when he's making his dodgy, um, money investments, yeah. In the background, the like financial show that is being played um, is a parody of Mad Money, or at least it looks to me like a parody of Mad Money, which is an MSNBC like financial show with that kind of is looks like it's in a similar vein to that. Um, yeah. And I was just laughing at that as he's sitting there with his old man glasses on his nose, his reading glasses on his nose. Um, a bit of that gut starting to form. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to read this because right when he says do, when he says do not invest in a spider themed restaurant, we're seeing a newspaper and it is a review for TGI Spideys. Yeah. <laughs> and I must read the, 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 the title and at least the first paragraph of this review because it's great. So the caption is, review, TGI Spideys is disgusting. This is how the article opens. Spider-Man is New York's hero, its savior, the one we can always count on. Or at least he was. Until today. The doors opened to the flagship TGI Spideys in Times Square, and after my dinner there, I have to question if Spider-Man made this menu or if the supervillain did. <laughs> It goes on. There's more. Like you, you can read like the advertising stuff, but uh, Peter's thumb is in the way, so you don't get like a clear reading, which makes yeah. me sad because I really want to continue reading this review because he gets details. I also like how that is like that reviews real words and everything and and so makes sense. Good. But then yeah. on the opposite page, there's something about online something adventures probably or another. But then that whole article is just Laura Mipsum, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> like they only bothered filling out one one half of the page with real text because um, they knew people would stop and read it. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, and then, yeah, like some of the other visual gags going through. I like the, like, saving the day, blah, 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 15 years later. <laughs> like, broke his back. Yeah, huge time hit skip. Hit by a drone. Um, yeah, that was a great... I do talk about this. I, I find it so funny how they kind of gloss over some of the heavier stuff. It's like, broke his back, hit by a drone, funny. And it's like, buried on May, glossed over. <laughs> yeah. Got a divorce, glossed over. It's like, took it like a champ, and I just cuts to him crying in the shower. Yeah. It's just this, I don't know if you noticed it, but it's just, it's just a slice of pizza in the corner of the tub. Yeah, he likes his pizza. Don't, don't like, shame him. You want to eat soggy pizza? I mean, his life when you're is in shambles. Yeah, when you're depressed, you'll eat pizza, yeah. shower pizza. Exactly. His life's in shambles. He's literally just shower pizza. Um, yeah, but to touch on the stuff that was glossed over the at may death and then the the divorce um those do kind of touch on two um like two real events sort well quote unquote real events two events that <laughs> happened in the comics um in uh at may like originally dies during the clone saga storyline mm -hmm. uh which happened during the mid 90s and was a um like a, a a pretty big big storyline originally it was supposed to be pretty run uh pretty um like short and then it sold really well so they kept like extending it along um which even like, more clones yeah uh which caused like because of that like it, it wasn't as tight as as like it could have been had they stopped it when they originally wanted it to um but she she dies in amazing spider-man 400 um and and then the Peter and MJ like kind of get well, they get unmarried in the One More Day storyline or story in, in two thousand and seven. Unmarried? Yeah, it's so what happens from a divorce? Yeah, what happens is at this point in time it, and this is happening in the Ultimates timeline, but Peter and MJ have been married for a while and then Peter reveals his identity to the world uh, as part of the superior registration. That kind of puts a target on MJ then. So she is just living in the Avengers Tower. And then she she just like isn't really living all too well. And then Aunt May gets shot because she's alive in this timeline. And then um, I think it's pronounced Mist Mistifo, Mistiso, something like that. He like makes a or proposes a deal that he'll or save Aunt May and erase the world's knowledge of Peter Parker's identity. Except they also have to erase like their marriage n never happened, um, mm. and so they do that in that storyline. And a lot of people don't like that. I I never read it. That's just through the grapevine from what I know. But it's not really a divorce because it's just wiped from existence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good point. I see what you mean by unmarried now. Yeah. It does it does a, put a different catalyst on it. <laughs> uh what well, the connection I thought, and I know it's done before about but the Aunt May death is um spoiler alert for anyone who has not played the PS4 Spider Man. Uh in the end of that they kill off Aunt May. Which broke my heart. I was not prepared for that. Yeah. Was I was in emotional shambles at the end of that game, um, but I, I thought it was 
I thought it was a really cool choice to do that with it because they, they used it in the game as a good dilemma but for Peter of like do I use this antidote to save everyone or do I use this antidote to save you the only thing that I have left and it was played off really, I thought it was played off really well in the game and no he's not married to MJ in the game but they are broken up in the game that's like that's like brought up like when that's... you first see MJ yeah, no, I just, the way you phrased that. He's not married, but, and I was expecting, like, they've been together for a really long time, but, no, they're broken up. Like, yeah, no, well, <laughs> obviously, they would, I guess you could be separated, married, but. But they're not dating, so it's like, they, they were dating for a while, and then they broke up. Yeah. But they weren't, like, this, so it was kind of, like, kind of like a divorce, but just not married. Yeah. I, I do like his, um, in the like back to him sitting in the shower yes. um, and, then the cut to, and then the cut to him just like laying on the bed the way it's cut it's great because like his head where his head is in the fr- like center frame um <laughs> then cuts to where his butt is just like, <laughs> as he's sort of laying there on the on his his bed um i think my favorite part about that moment which that is might now be my favorite part of that moment but before that, <laughs> it was when he was voicing the over, he's like, Cause, you know, when you knock, get knocked down, I always get back yeah. up again. And he's just laying in bed, and I'm like, dude, this is depressing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just really sad to see you like this. Yeah, I, I, I liked his, like, upbeat telling of his, his life <laughs> when he's clearly very depressed. And I wish, like, a lot of stories had more of this like unreliable narrator where they mm-hmm. say something and then it's clearly not true because like i feel like a lot of people especially these days complain when it's like oh they said x obviously that's true but like people don't always tell the truth and so it's a lot of times like oh someone says something then obviously it's true and it has to be that way. Like, oh, that can't have happened. They said blah, blah, blah. And you're like, what? No. It's not how that works. The unreliable narrator trope is a, I do really enjoy it. And books, it's a little hard to point out because it's like, do you just trust them right away? Or like, what evidence do you have to not trust them? Um... In TV and movies, I feel it's kind of fallen out a little bit because I feel the best way to do it is when you have like a voiceover narration of the main character, which I don't feel that many shows have it anymore. No. And the ones that do tend not to be the unreliable narrator. Yeah. Like they're taken more seriously, and then unless unless it's done for like comedic effect, like this. Yeah. Yeah, like this. Like, you don't see it in, like, a, a serious setting anymore. Which is a shame, because it really is a, it's a, it's a cool tool within that for, for a character. Like, you can, it's fun to see, like, oh, you can tell they're in denial about it when they're clearly going through this stuff. Or, so you know, like, like, it is in this. It's like, he's kind of like, I'm, his ego is just like, nah, I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah. Can we also just 
they just ramp up the comedy by having just a overly sappy music playing in the background yeah. too. <laughs> like we've talked about the music so much in this podcast, we really should caption it Spider Verse Minute. Let's talk about music. But this part in particular might be one of the best uses of it for comedy purposes. It's great. Yeah, I, it's it's a great juxtaposition against what he's saying. Mm-hmm. How like. He's he's saying something more upbeat, but then it's just this really sad, like, just music playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I also love, moving on a bit, the seahorse moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that made me laugh so hard the first time I saw it. Yeah, and some great, like, behind-the-scenes bit with that is that's from an actual video. The, the whole reason that that bit's in, the reason they used the, like, that actual that particular video is one of the animators was looking for like a reference shot and picked this one because it it happened to have two seahorses looking at each other and so when they they mocked it up and like just used it as the reference the when they should it's like oh yeah that's really cool and so they got in contact with the the person who who owned the video and got permission to use it and they just like <laughs> you know put their filter over it but um yeah i i i kind of like when small stuff like that happens um where yeah. it's like oh yeah like little easter eggs like why why is this sort of real world thing in here um, <laughs> yeah, it's for a fun comedy moment like when spongebob does it when they have these random live action moments yeah why? What? <laughs> yeah i i like it better when it's not just like stock footage as well when it's oh, something yeah. really particular like um and just sometimes really small things it's really cool that they got like i love when they get actual permission to do real stuff instead of just stock footage yeah and i love that they chose seahorses too because i love the way this transitions into well first off there's the line that's um can you imagine just working things out yeah transition and it does a great tunnel transition like the cheesy music has stopped you can tell it's very serious and shout out to the voice actor for being able to like go from this very hammy moment to a very serious moment of just him saying she wanted kids and he wasn't sure like he was scared of it yeah and that you know it makes sense for him to not not want kids not Mm -hmm. want a family because his whole family keeps dying yeah that's a it's kind of amazing he got married <laughs> yeah I, I could see like oh hey aunt may's doing fine i'm doing good with this it's, it's been a while and then once aunt may dies like obviously maybe not obviously but that seems to be like what really causes the is- issues maybe in this 30 second clip <laughs> um, <laughs> in the five seconds we get of his storytelling deep analysis <laughs> Yeah, um, but it it made me sad because that means that they don't get a, a Mayday or Ben J. Parker, and I like those characters. I mean, they but, might. Who knows? Well, uh, yeah, at the end of the story, there's that possibility. It, yeah. But... Yeah, it's definitely a... It's, it's a beautifully sad moment, in my opinion. Like, I think it's just it's shot so well. I love the way they do it. I love the way they treat it. And it's a nice, like real moment in all of the goofiness yeah and and then and then it kind of once he ends that him calling her and then hanging up it it jumps back to 
the goofy goofiness with him being like, oh, yeah, <laughs> doing a bunch of push-ups and ab Flash crunches, forward. and it just you know getting um, in shape. It's like there he's taking his suit off. There's the gut grabbing the pizza, and I'm like, okay, first off, a mood. Second, <laughs> dude, <laughs> why are you like this? We know why he's like this. He's severely depressed. Good point. The soggy pizza, the shower pizza. We've discussed this. <laughs> I like how he just took the suit off and like he still has the web slingers on his wrist. Yeah. I don't know, that really brought amusement to me. Do you have anything else for this minute? Yeah, I just one question I had about watching this is like what kind of time frame are we talking about here? Like is between um like he does the he's like, Oh yeah, I've been you know, did that for fifteen years and then that's when Aunt May dies and and then him and MJ get divorced and and then the portal happens. But like between like when Aunt May dies and the divorce, like is that like okay, Aunt May dies and then like a couple months later they divorce and then like a couple months later this happens, or is it like, oh, and then like two or three years later, um, and then um like yeah, what kind of timeline are we talking about? Is it days? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's days. <laughs> like <laughs> Or, like, even between, like, when the divorce is finalized and or when the divorce happens and, and this happens, like, is that, I guess that'd be longer than days. Be a little yeah, I got, I got more of the impression that it was maybe a few months in between the events. Yeah. Not entirely sure about that. That's just, that's the impression I got. Yeah. I can see that. Hopefully not years. <laughs> Hopefully it's just months. <laughs> months would make it a little less creepy. Well, and it's so fresh, like, we see later in the movie that it's, it's very fresh in his... I mean, it could just be that that he's been wallowing in it for years. Like, it doesn't have to I know, necessarily I, be fresh. That's, but... what I, that's just what makes me think it's it's probably more months than years. Yeah. I don't think he's... I, I think he's a little better than that. Yeah. <laughs> could be giving him the benefit of the doubt, but... <laughs> is that, is that, that, that's that? That's all you had? Yeah, that's all I had for this that's, minute. That's all I had. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, see you then. Bye.